Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you? You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited, so go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. Hello, hello, it's your host, Dr. Morgan. So excited for today's episode. It's a good one. We're going to talk all about fear and dating and early stages of dating. I've been getting so many questions about how to successfully navigate early stages of dating as a securely attached person. So we're going to dive into that. Um, Funny story for you, because I was thinking about fear and our attachment strategies and the high need for reassurance in early stages. And this memory popped up. When I was dating my partner, and it was long distance, I was in Montana, he was in Florida, about as far away as you can get. Um, But we had made the commitment to see one another. And as a privilege, I can work from anywhere. So it was one of our, I believe it was our second time spending time together. And I was actually in Florida for about three weeks with him. And we were getting ready to leave. It was the night before I was going to fly back to Montana. And of course, 
I felt myself regressing to some anxious attachment strategies. And I had all these thoughts in my head. And what if I never see him again? And what if it doesn't work? And this long distance? And how do I, you know, try to make it so that it works out? I was just very freaked out. Okay, because I know I'm flying back my eight hour plane ride tomorrow morning. What did I do? I went and I grabbed a pair of his socks. Like I was hoping he wouldn't notice. And in my my anxious attachment spiral at that moment, I thought, okay, I just want something that belongs to him. And I don't know why I did this, but I literally was like, okay, I'll just take a pair of his socks and I can wear these socks and he won't even notice that they're gone. And the cutest thing happened. He walked in on me, like putting his socks in my backpack. And he was like, what are you doing? And then I started crying and I explained that I just wanted something to remember him by. And um, and he gave me a big hug and he went and he got his bright red Ohio State sweatshirt, his favorite sweatshirt. And he gave it to me and he said, well, I want you to have this. At least you can wear it. And it's something I really care about. And um, it's better than a pair of socks. So that was an example of a moment where I had kind of this anxious attachment spiral and my partner showed up in a way to give me reassurance and we were able to work through it and create secure attachment. So kind of a funny story. LOL, if any of you have tried to grab something of your partner's because you want it to give you that reassurance, obviously, the best thing to do is to communicate it directly. Okay, let's not go around wearing our boyfriend's socks. We could do better. Um, Okay, fear. I want to talk about fear in early stages of dating. This applies to both anxiously attached and avoidantly attached folks. When we are operating out of fear, we are not able to show up as ourselves. We're not able to have fun. We're not able to make the best decisions. We don't communicate very well. And when you think about fear, fear is your brain's kind of status quo. It's the brain's default way of operating because we are wired for survival and your brain wants to prioritize above all else, keeping you safe. It's not interested in you being happy and fulfilled and connected and feeling, you know, alive and well. It's just survival, right? Like that's our brain's baseline. So when we're going through early stages of dating, we have to intentionally rewire our brains to show up in a securely attached place. And obviously, this is what I help women do inside of the Empowered Secure Love program. Because if we're not intentionally doing that, we are just going to keep showing up in the default fear space. And what ends up happening is a few things. It really sabotages how you show up. 
And it makes dating really emotionally draining and it really drains your energy. So then you don't want to keep doing it. You go through these spurts of, okay, yeah, I'm going to date. I've got three dates this week. I'm on Bumble all the time, blah, blah, blah. And then you get totally burnt out. You're totally emotionally drained and you're not dating for months at a time. So you do this. I'm in the dating game. I'm out of the dating game. And that is not a good way to get the outcome that you want. You're not going to get that great, long lasting, securely attached relationship if you're not giving yourself the opportunity to meet people and to show up in a securely attached way yourself. So to illustrate some of the fear mindset that I'm talking about, I actually got a bunch of questions in my DMs and questions that were submitted. So I'm just going to give you these questions and then I'm going to talk about how do we change our mindset to be able to really address all of these at once. We're going to get to the core of it. I like to teach you all guiding principles and frameworks. That's so much more powerful than saying, well, hey, do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. No, you need to be able to change and you need to be able to change your thinking. So that's what we're going to do today. So here's some of the questions that come up if maybe you're showing up in a fear-based mindset in early stages of dating. Question one, how do you determine if the slow build is going to lead to something serious? Question two, tips on staying present in the relationship and not worrying about getting engaged. Question number three, first date today, he did talk about his ex. Is that concerning? And feeling anxious. Here's question number four, feeling anxious on the first date and not myself, even though I am excited. And then question number five, I think that it would be great to explain how can I talk to my date about attachment theory? Okay. So all of these questions are coming from this place of, I don't want to mess it up. I'm scared that there's things that I'm going to do that are going to mess it up or that there's um, there's only a certain, you know, it, it, to me, when I hear a lot of these things underneath it, the thing that is clear to me is just a scarcity mindset and saying, I have to make it work with this person or else. So what I want you to realize is that when you are in the place of, hey, I know my worth. I am a high value partner. I know that there is an abundance of people who would be so excited to build a great relationship with me. I trust myself to show up securely attached, to communicate assertively, and to set whatever boundaries I need to, to have a great relationship. When you have all of those things going for you, you're not going to just mess it up, right? Like there's no way that you can just mess it up. When you are yourself and you're learning how to come from a really healthy place where you are not putting pressure, you don't have all these expectations, but you're just showing up, you're present, you're clear on your your standards, you know you can communicate 
when you're coming from that place, there's no way you can mess it up, right? Um, So let's just go through these questions and I can answer each one. So that first one, how to determine if the slow build is going to lead to something serious. So this is where it's like, hey, you have to allow yourself to show up as the love scientist to have that curiosity and to trust that, of course, you're not going to know in the first few dates. You have to allow for time and you have to trust that it will become clear to you and that you can trust yourself to make the best decision. What I would say is if it's going to lead to something serious, it will continue to develop, it will deepen, and you will start to notice that your emotional investment is growing, aka you're caring more and more about the person. If it's not going to become something serious, then likely you'll go backwards, it won't deepen, there won't be growth. So even in a securely attached connection, if there's not compatibility, um, it'll oftentimes feel like, well, you know, it's just kind of plateaued, like we're just kind of friends, right? So that's kind of an indicator. But if it's deepening, it's growing, you are more and more excited to see the person, those are some really good signs. But you have to say, okay, I'm going to be the love scientist. I'm going to collect the data, right? The second question was how to stay present. And this is the same answer. So the question is how to stay present and not be stressed about getting engaged. Okay, y'all, you have to be able to say, I know that the relationship that I desire is available to me. I know that with 100% certainty. It's available to me. The desire's on my heart. And there are so many people out there who would also love to build a relationship with me, right? And we have to say, I release the need to control how it happens. I release the how. I am so clear on the outcome. I release the how. I am open to possibilities. And it's really important to get in this mindset where you're you're basically saying that um, I know it's going to happen and I'm going to stop trying to control the timeline. And I'm preaching to my younger self here, right? Like I know as women, I understand we have a biological clock. We feel the pressure. We see all of our friends getting engaged, getting married, whatever the case But in order to honor what is best for you, what is best for your life and what is meant for you and to be able to show up in a way that is secure, that is confident, that is present, you owe it to yourself to release the timeline and simply know it is on its way to you. It is going to happen. You just don't know how and you don't know when. Okay? I hope that's helpful. I know that my younger self needed to hear that. Coming from Montana, I always had in my head I was supposed to be married and have like three children by the age of 25. That did not happen, thank God. Um, And even as I was in my late 20s, I would find myself in a timeline spiral. 
but it does not serve us to think that way. It does not. It clouds your decision making. So don't let the timeline rule your decision making. Okay. The next one was on a first date, the person talked about their ex. So first dates are tricky because there's a lot of energy there. People are oftentimes a bit nervous. And it would be my advice to you to really gather the data a bit more. Um, When we're on the fence about somebody, gather the data for at least three dates. And what, what I would say to this question too is give them feedback. This is part of being a love scientist is being willing to give the person feedback and you will learn so much about them by the way they respond to your feedback. So you could say something like, hey, it's been so great getting to know you. I did want to ask you something. Are you open to some feedback? They'll say, sure. And you'll say, you know, I felt a little bit confused when you were talking about your ex on our first date. The story I'm telling myself is that maybe you're not over them yet. How like how do you feel about that? Is that where you're at? So notice how I owned my experience in that feedback. I said how I felt and then I used curiosity, right? I got really curious about where they're at. So give people feedback. It's your right to do that. It gives you so much good information. The next question was feeling anxious and I'm not myself, even though I'm excited. So one of the best things you can do when you're feeling anxious is just completely drop your expectations. I have other episodes on this, but you have no idea what's going to happen and you can't control what's going to happen. All you can do is say, I'm going to show up as myself. I'm going to be as present as I can. And I'm going to be curious about how I feel when I'm with this person. So usually if we're anxious, we're nervous, we have expectations about how we want it to go and how we think it should go. And we're probably focusing too much of our energy on trying to be whatever we think the other person wants, which is not good. So drop your expectations and focus your energy on saying, I'm going to be curious about how I feel when I'm with this person. All right. The final question was how to talk about attachment theory with your partner. And this is cool. I think it's becoming more and more mainstream. When I launched this podcast a couple of years ago, I was one of the only people talking about attachment theory and now it's everywhere. So it's cool to see that, right? Like it is becoming more mainstream. What what I would say is um, it's a fun conversation to have. I, I will say this though. I don't like having that too early on because a few reasons, you don't want to put somebody in a box and like label them. And you don't, you actually don't want to do that to yourself early on in a connection because you have to be able to give it time. This is where I would say, put the lab coat on, be the love scientist, gather the data before you're going there. 
have some other fun conversations with them, such as personality type, what's your Myers-Briggs, what's your Enneagram, Um, talk with them about their love language, find out what that is, and then understanding attachment theory and how it applies to a connection. That's more like maybe three months in. And obviously, this is my opinion. You're you're welcome to do it how you would wish. But it would be great to say like, hey, I care about our relationship and it's going really well. And there's one thing that's really helped me in understanding my relationship functioning and that's understanding my attachment style. And I just thought I'd bring that up and you know, I'm curious what yours is. Are you open to looking into it? And we could talk about attachment theory together, right? So being able to position it as a helpful relationship tool um, when you're a bit, when you're, when you're into the relationship a bit. Okay. And I do think that you need time. You you need time to gather the data before we say like, oh, this is our attachment dynamic. So I hope that's helpful. I I love these questions. And like I said, they're coming from this place of fear. And I want all of you to know that when you are self-soothing, when you're taking good care of yourself, when you've worked through your beliefs about relationships and you have a great dating mindset and you're able to show up securely attached, right? Like you're doing all these things to kind of, I I would say like take care of your side of the street, right? Like making sure that, hey, you have a solid foundation to be a great partner in a relationship. When you're doing all that, then dating is just fun. Dating is just an adventure. It's an exploration. It's opportunity to connect and to see what is worth your emotional investment. Um, If you're listening to me and you're like, what are you talking about? Dating is miserable. I cannot tell you how much I hate it. Like (laughs) I get the messages. I know how some of y'all feel and I can relate because that was me in the past. Um, if you're there and you really want some support, you want a proven framework, apply to the Empowered Secure Loved program. This is my life's work. It is my passion. I want to help as many women as possible get off the dating roller coaster, step into high self-worth, and really attract the relationship they deserve. So if that's you, don't wait. Go apply now. There's a link in the show notes. There'll be a link in my Instagram bio. Um, we do take limited people and we have an opportunity for you to speak with a program advisor and they make sure that it's the right fit for you. Sometimes there's something else that would be more helpful and that's totally fine. So that call with a program advisor is totally free and you can get all your questions answered about the program. So if you're on the fence, just gather some more information about the program and I know that you can make the decision that's best for you. All right, y'all. I appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And of course, you know, I'm always wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon.
You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.